Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fantasy League Frenzy, the four-pointers Fantasy League Frenzy. I'm Jake, and I'm joined by Trent. Trent, how's it going? We pay you the big bucks, and you screw it up! <laughs> you had one job. You had one job, that and your day job. <laughs> but you had one job in the podcast, and you screwed it. But one thing you haven't screwed up, though, is your first league team. You, you're, it's wild. It's crazy. I think I've done drugs. I think I've done acid when I see that you're, that you're ranked 20 in the country out of 123,000. Outrageous. Yeah. 20. Yeah, two. That's a two and a zero. That's it. There's only two digits in, with that that number. So yeah, I've had back to back weeks over a thousand points in NRL fantasy. So which for me is unheard of. I'm lucky to score a thousand points in one round, let alone two in a row to start the season. So yeah, it's been a it's been a really good start. There's still a lot of room to go because there's only round two. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not going to complain about it. You've scored more points in two weeks than you used to score in a whole season a few years ago. <laughs> Is that right? I don't know who's giving you your answers or what limitless pills you're taking, but it's been sensational. It's outrageous. I'm angry and happy at the same time. How are, how are you doing, Trent? With your with your scores, I'm surviving. <laughs> um, I went from top fifty thousand, which was terrible, to top thirty four thousand, which is slightly less terrible. I was ranked twenty three thousand this week, which is pretty average, but I'm getting there. It's like the roles have been reversed. Yeah, I can, my team's got shape. I've always been a bad starter, starter. Yep. but then I mold it into shape with the right framework. So give me some time. Give me some time. I'm not going to be top twenty. That boat has sailed, <laughs> but. It's not out of... You haven't beaten me yet for the year. You haven't beaten me yet. Just no. give me some time. So, team list, Jake. You're the team list maestro this week. Run me through it. Yeah, so uh, first game up, we've got Panthers and Storm. So, the Panthers, Cleary's been named to start, but could be a laid out. So, keep an eye on that one. is uh, out. He was a laid in, uh, out last week. And, and Mitch Kenny uh, stays at dummy half. Uh, for the Storm, uh, Felice Kafusi's out suspended. So, Tom Eisenhuth starts in the back row. Uh, two new faces on the bench in Aaron Peen and Nico Hines, and Tyson Smoothie has been dropped to the reserves. Uh, Dragons versus Seagulls. So Dragons, they had a win, so no changes for them. Same seven same seventeen named. Uh, the Seagulls, weird one. Josh Schuster's been named in the back <laughs> row for the injured Dave, uh, Andrew Davey, and uh, Morgan Boyle comes onto the bench, so that we'll talk that's, about Josh yeah, Schuster. That's a wild one, isn't it? Yeah. Josh Schuster moving into the second row. I think they were expecting expect him to play centre or 5'8 this year. A lot of people were hoping he might get some burn at centre, and he's valued at 301 bucks after well, 301,000 bucks in Fantasy League dollars, and he scored 47 points last week, so he could definitely be a smoky. And He's only available in the halves. You get second row points. Yeah, it could be a definite one to, to have a look at for this week. Uh, the big game, Rabbitohs and the Roosters. So uh, Jackson Paulo's out and, and Josh Mansell comes back after he's he set out for one week. So in uh, the Roosters, Victor Radley's back and he returns from the bench. Uh, Angus Crichton comes back into the side after the one-game suspension, which means Drew Hutchison and Fletcher Baker, who scored on debut, he drops out. Uh, the Raiders and the Warriors. So the Raiders, Jared Croker is finally back. So unfortunately, Sebastian Chris. So if you you got him, him as a cheapie, uh, he's out now and he's amongst the reserves. Uh, the Warriors they've had they've had a lot of changes. So uh, Sean O'Sullivan comes in at halfback for the injured Chanel Harris Tavita. Bunty Afoa starts at uh, prop for the suspended Jermaine Tanua Brown, and Jack Murchie comes onto the bench. 
Broncos Bulldogs, the the battle cellar dwellers. Uh, the Broncos have named an un- unchanged seventeen. So, the... um, well, the Tigers in this game, Jake. No, we're not. We're not doing that bad. Although we are mainly in Tigers, are the bottom two. But I think this, <laughs> I think this is the battle of cellar dwellers. In your warped mind, yeah, it's the Bulldogs and the Broncos. Yeah, in our warped, my warped mind, we're ninth. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the Bulldogs, uh, Dylan Wetenis, the Lesniaks out, replaced by. Uh, Tupalutu Katoa and uh, Raymond Fatawa Mariner is replaced by Corey Waddell with Joe Stimson joining the bench. Uh, Eels Shark, so Eels Ryan Madison's out. Uh, had the concussion last week. Was replaced by Isaiah Papali. Papali will be interesting. He's been scoring really well off the bench the last two weeks. Interesting how he goes as a starter, although he seems to be moving to the second row. I think he's been playing in the middle of the bench. Yeah, so- be interesting if that affects his base stats. Yeah, could get some good minutes as well. Mm. And uh, so with him, uh, with Madison out, Ray Stone comes onto the bench. Uh, for the Sharks, Connor Tracy's been named at centre uh, for Maween Hiroti, uh, who got hooked at half time. So he's uh, he's been dropped out into the reserves. Um, and Tag Wilton uh, joins the bench. The big game of the round, the Knights and the Tigers. Uh, the Derby. Yeah, the, the big game. So uh, Phoenix Crossland is suspended, uh, but Kurt Mann's made a miraculous recovery, and so he's back. Uh, for the Tigers... Mass changes, uh, as well as like similar to the Warriors. What's well, new? Yeah, so <laughs> I love such hop and changes. We are, uh, yeah, we, we had to make he, the call. He's the least popular coach in fantasy league history. Yeah, can't can't settle on a on a lineup, which uh, which says a lot. So Joey Leilua uh, got dropped. So James Roberts comes back after being laid out last week. Uh, Zane Musgrove's back from suspension, which uh, sees a bit of a surprise. Joe Uffen Gowie has moved to the bench, so there was a lot of talk of potentially yeah. people getting him into the side. His fantasy league be... stock has fallen drastically. Week one, right up. Week two, starting to go down. Week three, plummeted. <laughs> That's made me exploding sounds. Yes. The stock is gone. It's crashed. It's He's done. It's jump, cool. jump off that ship. Uh, and, yeah, so with him dropping to the bench, Michael Chee, Cam drops out of the side. And the last game of the round, uh, Cowboys, so Cowboys and Titans. So uh, Murray Tulagi uh, replaces suspended Kyle Felt. Uh, Ruben Cotter stays at lock. Uh, Jason Tamalolo was a laid out last week. And finally, the Titans. Unfortunately for Ash Taylor, he's out with a hand injury uh, and he's replaced by Tanner Boyd. Tanner Boyd will be an interesting one to keep an eye on. There's always been talks about his relationship with uh, Fafida and Foddy Waker and a lot of the Kibra Park and Gold Coast juniors that the Titans have acquired over the last few years. It's always felt like he's the one that I've wanted to eventually slot into that half spot. So it's interesting how he goes with the audition and the starting side rather than playing a hooker off the bench roll like he has the last few years. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. And yeah, it could be a, could be a one to make some money because I think that hand injury, injury for Ash Taylor could see him out for a couple of weeks. So it could make some, some quick cash. Yeah, for sure. Now, now that our team list guru is done, time for move on to the money makers and the money losers. We're not talking about Jake at the casino. We're talking <laughs> about fantasy league players. I'd just be a loser. And I think the two biggest makers. We're trying to figure out the smokes or mirrors. Reed Marnie, hooker for Parramatta. He's about 128k. I'm feeling reasonably confident. I don't think he's going to keep putting up close to 100 points a week or in the 80s, but. He's always been a fairly reliable 50-point scorer, so if he's made some internal improvements, he could easily be a 65 points a night, but he's definitely not. But I know, I think the boat might have gone, and I think this might be the most expensive or close to next week. He should get one more price rise, but I'm not sure what's going to happen weeks four, five, and six for him. 
Yeah, I don't think he's a keeper either. Um, the first couple of rounds he's been good. Um, there's still potentially a uh, Harry Grant to come in and, and some cheaper options that'll make you more cash uh, for the next couple of weeks. But yeah, he has been playing well, so he could be a wait and see. But at the moment, uh, yeah, I don't have him in my team and I don't think I'll be looking at him uh, sort of anytime soon at the moment. If you can ride him to the close to the high 800s, close to the 900k mark, if you can get close to that for him, sell, 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 because yep. like, sell high, sell high, because he's probably a 700 grand player that you can make a 200 grand profit for. You could bring in a Payne Haas or a Nathan Cleary without giving up much, and that would be an absolute win. The other one I got on my list, Smokes or Mirrors, Jake, Brett Morris has made 116k after being the first player in league history to score two hat-tricks in the first two games of the season. Yeah, very inflated by attacking stats, so <laughs> I think that's a Do wingers one. normally make a lot of tackle- tackles? No, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, this is true, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> scoring three tries is not going to happen every week. I could be proven wrong. He might go on a, an, an absolute tear and score three tries every week, but I can't see that happening. I did the uh, math the other night. It just it works out to be something incredibly insane. His total, I think it's got like almost a hundred tries. Yeah, got three of that again. Outrageous that would be. So yeah, seventy five. That's what it was. It's a pretty yeah. simple equation. Seventy five for the season. I don't think that's possible. Definitely not. Uh, and I don't think yeah, there's better. Obviously, that he's in that wing fullback spot. You want you want more consistent scorers. You want fullbacks playing for the most part. Yeah, you've got Pappenhausen. You've got Tedesco. Uh, Latrell Mitchell uh, hasn't scored those big scores, but Ken. We had round one, but the round two. Had a bit of a, a drop, but um, yeah, for me, uh, definitely a smoke and mirrors for, for Brent Morris. I think you've got two more weeks until you sell him. I think that 83 has got is enough to get him close to a price rise for the next two weeks. You can probably get him to high 700s. If you get to 770, you'd be cheering. Sell him and make a super healthy profit. Next up on the list, two hookers. Jaden Braley has made 142k for the Knights, and Jacob Little made 88k for the Tigers. Yeah, both uh, both of those players in my side. Um, yeah, started with the risk of uh, not having one of those big name dummy halves in in my side, and uh, actually has played pretty pretty good dividends. So um, yeah, Brayley has looked really really good. Has scored a try. I did score a try on the weekend as well, which would inflate those those numbers slightly. But um, is playing really big minutes. I think he's played eighty both rounds, uh, both weeks. So definitely, definitely one to to keep in your team uh, if you've got him, or try and get him if you can, because he's still got some price rises, I think, in him for sure. Uh, Jacob Little, um, yeah, didn't play as many minutes last week without Moses Zembai on the bench, which we were a bit worried about, but still has a few price rises in him. So I'd probably uh, still have him in my team. Yeah, J- Jaden Braley. People were worried that Connor Watson was going to be playing some hooker with him in the team at lock. But that hasn't been the case. Jenna Bradley's played the full 80 minutes. Been a tackling machine and picked up a try over the weekend. So you can't really complain. I think he's at least got some more rise in him because he was so cheap. I think if you didn't have any in your team, what were you doing? Hindsight's twenty twenty, but we both already had him from picking the team. Yep. Average is 81. He's got a break even of minus 15 this week. So really, he's making money regardless. But even if he scores 51, he's going to make 72K. Yeah, still, still so big rise. If he makes what he made last week, he's going to probably bring in a hundred k over the weekend. So you could easily see him getting to the seven fifty uh, mark before you'd start considering upgrading him or selling him. 
but he's got yeah a fair bit of cash still in him. Jacob Little, I'm a bit more concerned about. Like you said, Moses Maybe coming off the bench, cutting into his minutes. He got 50 end on the weekend, but a try was part of that. So I don't think he's a long-term keeper, but at 392k and a minus seven break-even, he's definitely got a lot more room for money before you got to jettison him off to make some a nice healthy profit. Next on the list. Tupanua, Lindsay Collins, two Roosters firebrands that are taking advantage of the extra minutes on offer and bringing in big scores. Yeah, I've got one uh, one of them and looking at potentially the other one. So, yeah, Tupanua went for a, a bit of a risk, which has pretty much paid off, and he was a little bit cheaper than you. Know, you know, everyone had you for feeders which, and you know, some of those other uh, frizzels in the edge, in those edge Tino. positions. Yeah, yeah Tino, Tino in the middle, but that was around the same price. You could have got a much cheaper, much better player, but I think we all fell for the Tino trap. Yeah, so, yeah, I've uh, been pretty happy with Tupanua. Um, there's that, that caveat that he could miss out on the side. Uh, once Boy Cordner returns probably halfway through the season. But for now, he's uh, he's getting those price rises. He's been scoring tries, uh, been playing well, so uh, no reason not to not to pick him. And Lindsay Collins has been a surprise one. He wasn't a starter last year, has been given the starting position now, and, yeah, has looked looked, looked the goods. Yeah, Tupanoa, he's got a break-even of nine, and he's got about ten more weeks in the starting team at least. But if he keeps up where he's at, even if he dips a bit and he gets you around 50, 55, you still got a ton of money to make there. You can, even if you bought him this week, you could be looking at a potential 200 grand profit, which is hard to turn down. Lindsay Collins, he could potentially be starting for the whole year. So he's a potential keeper, which you're grabbing a keeper in week three at 569k would be an absolute windfall. He's got a break even at the moment of 15. So you're looking at a potential 50 grand profit this week, but you got to buy him before it's too late. We're in week three now, so the money is going to start going up higher because the price, the way prices are dictated is on a three round average. Yep. So when there's nothing, so week one and two is less because it's not a three score average. But now we're at a three score average, we're up to the real price rises. So after this week, you're going to see a lot of players go up and a lot of players go down. So now's your time to grab the players you really want because you might they might not be in your price range next week. Yep. Uh, the final one, Jake Avaro from the Dragons. He was a pretty good price scorer at the Parramatta, but then he fell out of the rotation, ended up at Warriors for a bit last year. Now he's found himself raking in 47 points a week at the Dragons. Yeah, really cheap as well uh, compared to some of the players that well above him in a price range perspective is is outscoring a lot of those. So uh, got a lot of price rises I would imagine still in him. Uh, bit of a risk though, Dragons necessarily aren't the 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 strongest side so could could be a, a key call out there but um definitely one to to have a look at and one I'll be considering uh in the next sort of week or two as well yeah he's definitely the most, the cheapest cheapy which is always a good thing to be uh money losers so I'm starting off with a player that I had round one and I'm glad I sold him after round one because he lost even more money this week AJ Brimson he down seventy six k yeah, he was a, had a good uh, origin series. A lot of talks about him uh, coming to to start the season, but he yeah he hasn't he hasn't set the world on fire. And uh, considering the Titans have played relatively well, um, yeah, still hasn't managed to to get those rises. So yeah, definitely definitely sell for that one. I think he's coming good. He will come good, but sell now to avoid losing money. Buy him back cheaper in five or six weeks. Yep. Uh, Tariq Sims down seventy one k. Never been a um, fantasy league darling to begin with. But he's definitely uh, going down the ladder. Yeah, played big minutes. I think round one and scored like seven seven points or something. <laughs> so never ideal. And um, yeah, 
probably shouldn't have been in the te- in your team to start with, but if he is, yeah, jump off that ship. If he did, he did it to yourself. No yep. sympathy. Absolutely. A Jack White, a Dallyab winner. State of Origin player, down 68k. Yeah, I was tossing up between him and uh, Cameron Munster to start of the season. Uh, probably paid off picking Munster, given that, yeah, Whiten's lost 68k. So um, another one that, yeah, sell now, get him when he's cheaper, um, but towards the back end of the season if the Raiders start to, to pick up. Uh, what are your, uh, you're the Tigers expert, Jake Nofaluma, down 63 grand. Why? Answer me right now, right here. Give well, me a he very was, thought out, precise answer. Well, he was very highly priced because he did have a really good season last year. The back end of last season, he was scoring tries left, right, and center. Was had a really good attacking stats, offloads, offloads, a um, lot of run meters as well. So um, that's why I think he was high, so high up. Uh, he didn't score a try last week. Uh, scored a try in round one, but yeah, hasn't really set the world on fire. Um, did they've changed the the center pairings as well, um, which hasn't helped? And yeah, Tigers haven't had attacking stats, so it doesn't doesn't help either. Is it because he got his new contract? Probably. So <laughs> the Tigers are like, yeah, he's he's settled now. But yeah, he's a he's a definite sell if you do have him. Um, again, similar one. You try and get him maybe when he's cheaper if, if the Tigers' seasons improve. But from what I've seen in the first two rounds, don't like our chances. He was my recommended sell for last week. Corey Allen down sixty one k. I sold him. Thought he'd be a cheapie. I think a lot of people bought him thinking he was reasonably priced. He was eighty grand cheaper than the trail. He scored pretty well when he was at the Rapids last year. But he just doesn't get those base stats that you need out of a fullback. Might as well pick a winger yeah and the bulldogs haven't uh, haven't scored well in general so um yeah, yeah definitely. it's hard to back a fullback in a losing team correct adam reynolds down 42k yeah went off with a with a hia on the weekend which wouldn't have helped his helped his stats and uh we talked about it last week but benji now coming into the team takes away some of his uh ball playing as well so uh he's still a goal kicker which which helps but yeah he seems to have uh plateaued and doesn't really seem like an option uh for the for the next couple of weeks especially if they're going to play the roosters this week which you can't imagine unless it gets a lot of kick meters you can't imagine him scoring too many points yeah no one saw the benji marshall thing coming i found a real spatter in the works adam reynolds fans he's got that Goal, that great goal kicking, and he's part of a great team. So you think you'd get those attacking stats, but it's just hard to figure out where those stats are going to come from when Benji Marshall's getting so many minutes off the bench. Uh, he didn't play last week, but I found him as an interesting uh, potential money loser. Jason Tomololo, normally an absolute gun. He had a poor first showing, and now he's got a broken hand. Do you sell him if you've already got him in your team, Jake, or do you ride the wave? And is he worth buying, and how long do you wait? Yeah, I think you'd have to sell. He's he's uh, taking up a lot of much, your salary cap if you've still got him in your side. Um, and from what we saw round one, he played a lot less minutes than what he had previously, which was sort of expected with Todd Payton when he came in as coach. And until those minutes pick up or until that output improves, he's a definite uh, avoid for, for me. Yeah, with 33 points, he's now got a break even of 81 when he returns, coming back from a broken hand. I want none of that. No. All right, so we're at the final part of this amazing, incredible episode. You've got to do your buys and sells. Who are you buying, Jake? Uh, I think you can buy anyone. Even if you got them, you can buy them again. Yeah, no, I think the the top buy for me this week is Lindsay Collins. Um, he's still in that five, yeah, five sixty odd price range. Um, scoring, you know, sixty points a, a game and and is looking really, really strong. So, um, for me, that's the the top buy. Who have you got, Trent? I was going to do Lindsay Collins' jokes. We talked about this beforehand. <laughs> I'm going to pick Jaden Braley. I just think he's been on an absolute fire, getting 80 points. He's so cheap, and he plays in a position where, like I said last week, I sold Jay- I sold Damien Cook because I knew I could slot uh, Braley in there, and it paid off one, doesn't it? redistribute my money through the team. 
I think if you've got your if you've got Brayley and Little as your two hookers, then you've got a lot of money to make without giving up any points, which is just a great situation to have in round three. I'm gonna go money losers first because you went first on the money buys, Jake, and that's only fair. AJ Brimson, I already mentioned before, down seventy six K, did not score well on the weekend, even though his team's winning. You'd think he'll eventually come good. He's always been a bit hot and cold, but while he's running a cold patch, sell him because you don't know how much money you're going to lose and buy him back when he's cheap. you got trades early in the season, so use them. Yep. Uh, for me, uh, he didn't have a big uh, price decrease, but uh, for he hasn't really set the world on fire. Um, had a, a lot of missed tackles against the Broncos, and that's uh, Tino Fasua Malawi. Uh, yeah, so nailed it. Um, yeah, so had seven missed tackles against the Broncos, six missed tackles against the Warriors. Um, only scored 25 last week uh, in round two. Uh, is bleeding cash now, and um, yeah, as a lot of people have him in their team. So as a point of difference, I think it's best to uh, to get him out and, and go for another option like a Collins um, or, or somewhere else in that, that sort of price range if you, if you can afford him. So. What can I say, Jake? When you're right, you're right. That's it. I'm well, not 20th for nothing. Well, I think I hear, hear that. That's the bell. I think it's time. The fictional bell. I think it's time for us to wrap up. Do you have any final words of wisdom, Mr. 20 in the country? Oh, so wise, Mr. 20. Well, I said last week to to make to hold uh, uh hold on to your team if you've you you're not confident, but now it's definitely time to start making trades to as you'd mentioned before around the the cash is start to to change a lot, so definitely yeah, get into those trades this week. Yeah, go take advantage of those last low price points. Couldn't have said it better myself. So no wonder you're 20 in the country. <laughs> All right. Good luck with your teams this week. We'll see you guys next week. Who knows where Jake will be ranked? Maybe number one. Maybe. See you next week.